The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A loving father of four seemingly ambushed on his way home one evening on an isolated road. Why did that happen? Why does his little girl still say, boom, boom, daddy's on the ground? The other stunning tragedy is that his little girl, age two, was actually strapped in the car seat in the back of the SUV when daddy was murdered. But in the last days, a stunning twist in the case. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, take a listen to this. Who killed Jared Bride again? Questions have been raised in the media over whether his ex-wife, Shanna Gardner-Fernandez, was somehow involved. They had a contentious divorce and custody battle, but did reach a settlement before his death. Police have not named anyone as a suspect. Do you think that Jared's ex-wife has something to do with this? I'm not comfortable saying yes, definitely, um, unless there's evidence to back that up. But I believe her actions since his murder have been very suspicious and they don't sit well with me. You are hearing our friends at Inside Edition along with victim just 33 years old, a devout Mormon trying the best he can to raise his children along with his new bride. Why would anyone want to gun him down on a remote one-way road? With his little daughter, Bexley, in the back seat, 
in the last hours, as I mentioned to you, uh, focus has been now pinpointed on his ex-wife, who, of course, declares her innocence, as does her lawyer. With me, an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now, but two special guests joining us, Jared's wife, his now widow, Kirsten Breidigan, Thank you for being with us. And you can find her at Justice for Jared B. Kristen, it must seem surreal to even hear the word widow attached to your name. It is. You know, I just took my daughter to her annual exam. um, And on the forms, you have to check that box. And that that was very difficult to do. Uh, Guys, Kirsten is raising Two little children, and I don't know how you do it every day. Um, Also, Jared has two older children from his first marriage, and that is the ex. Somehow, focus is now attached to, with me, Rebecca Rosenberg, Fox News digital crime reporter, author of At Any Cost, and you can find her at RebeccaFayRosenberg.com. Rebecca, it's so wonderful to have you with us because I, I, I tell you, I am stunned at what we are learning now. First of all, take a listen to our cut from CrimeOnline.com. The Florida ex-wife of murdered Microsoft manager Jared Brindigan denied having an affair that ended their marriage. But her former personal trainer, who says he was her one-time lover, contradicted her claim in an interview with Fox News Digital. As a Christmas gift in late 2014, Brindigan bought his then-wife, Shanna Gardner-Fernandez, a package of training sessions. But the fitness instructor said their relationship turned romantic just weeks later. Okay. Her weightlifting lover now says they were an item before the divorce, before that divorce was final. Now, you know what? Uh, To you, Rebecca Rosenberg, (laughs) having an affair does not a murder make. If that's your only evidence, you're up the creek without a paddle. But what makes this really concerning is, is the lying about it. When you are in the middle of a homicide investigation, that is the time not to lie. Because that makes it seem so much more nefarious. Uh, Rebecca, listen again to our friends at Crime Online. The former personal trainer said Shanna Gardner-Fernandez, whose family owns the multi-million dollar paper craft company called Stampin' Up!, told him that she and Bridegum were separated for months when their sessions allegedly took an unprofessional turn. The instructor, who asked that his name be withheld to protect his privacy, said, quote, They weren't really speaking. They were living in opposite ends of the house. She said she had grown up Mormon and didn't want that anymore. Bridegum, on the other hand, remained a devout member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Rebecca Rosenberg, there's so much happening right now on the Breidigan investigation. I want to start with the affair. Again, you know, half the people on the jury, if there ever is a jury, will have had an affair at some point in their life, whether they cheated on a boyfriend or a girlfriend, a husband, an ex, or they may have been a victim of their loved one having an affair. That, again, does not a murder make. But Lying about it, if in fact she did lie about it, in a homicide investigation. 
regarding the father of her two children. That's a big deal. Yes, Nancy. I, I think that really is the point. I mean, again, this this is this is seven years ago um, that this allegedly happened. And like you said, people have affairs all the time. Well, Rebecca, I certainly hope not all the time. I know. And in fact, I'm going to call my husband in the break and make sure he's at work where he's supposed to be alone. Okay, go ahead. Um, but I do think that if if you and I in the article, I included a quote from a longtime uh, Manhattan homicide prosecutor who said that is really, really troubling, especially when she's represented by a criminal defense attorney to give a public interview and make a statement that you know, that is allegedly not true and could be so easily proven as false because there's another party there who says that this, you know, that this happened. So I think that's kind of, you know, it just, um, it just is not a good look. To Kirsten Brightigan, this is Jared's wife, his current wife. He had an ex-wife, that's what we're talking about right now, that reportedly cheated, had a sex affair with a personal trainer. I don't give a flying fig if she had an affair, but lying about it, if in fact she did lie about it, when you're in the middle of a homicide investigation, that changes everything in my mind. Kristen, did he know she cheated during the marriage, if in fact she did? Yes, Jared had always told me when I had asked him about the divorce um, that he had found uh, emails and screenshots of sexually explicit messages and photos between the two of them. And he had told me that he confronted her about it, and that's when things unraveled. It was not before. They were not separated before, according to Jared. According to Jared, it happened after he found those, and that's what initiated Shanna filing for divorce in February. With me, you know, Kirsten, Rebecca, don't move, but I've got to go to a shrink. Dr. Bethany Marshall joining me, um, renowned psychoanalyst, joining us out of Beverly Hills. Never like a business there. Uh, DrBethanyMarshall.com and star of a new Netflix show, Bling Empire. Dr. Bethany, I really don't know a nice way to put this. Why are people so stupid? First of all, ha- you have an affair. But then you exchange text messages and send explicit photos on, from your phone that your spouse can just look at. I mean... Dr. Bethany, every time I turn around, my children are like two monkeys. They're constantly, they either have my iPad or my phone or my whatever in their hand. They know all the codes and and they're like all over it. I couldn't keep a secret from them if I had to. But to, number one, have the affair because you're going to get caught. But number two, make it so easy and so hurtful for the spouse to find out. That's the last thing I want to do is look at my husband's phone and see some other woman's breasts on there or really any breasts on there, but especially some other woman's breasts. Absolutely. It shows lack of empathy, lack of concern. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Slow down. Okay. Lack of empathy right there. You're so right. I mean, I don't ever want to hurt David, my husband. And the last thing I would do is leave something out for him to find that I know would hurt him. But you know, Nancy, people who have affairs do ultimately leave something out so that they are found out. It happens all the time. Here's an interesting thing about affairs. When a person has an affair, it's not because they love the object of the affair or they want to be with that person. 
it's they they like how that person makes them feel. They're creating an experience with that person. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. When you stop with the experience, it's sex. Okay? I mean, really, Dr. Bethany, I know you're the expert, but let me just jump in. Could somebody do something to surprise me? Like the man has a midlife crisis. No offense, Joe Scott Morgan. The man has a midlife crisis and he runs out with the secretary. Or uh, in a case I covered where the mom was ultimately murdered with the clerk at GNC. You know, Jackie, they start the exercising and the tanning and the new haircut and the sports car and they start taking vitamins. I know it's cliche, but don't look at me like that, Jackie. It happens. And he actually starts the affair with the checkout lady at the GNC. And here, the wife, if it's true, she says it's not, but the trainer says it is. She starts personal training and then starts an affair with the trainer. I mean, surprise me just once. I'm through with my tirade, Dr. Bethany. <laughs> okay. Um, there are no surprises. She, it was a sex affair. She, she was becoming a new person with him. She was getting tattoos. She was working out. She was bulking up. Do you see the pictures of her? I mean, mm-hmm. she went on a journey to become a new person, a highly sexualized, eroticized person. And who is she going to do it with? With the personal trainer. You know, it, the, the idea that she wanted to experience herself as something different does seem to link back to the fact that she grew up in a very um, religious Mormon family. Oh, I was just waiting for you to blame the Mormons. <laughs> okay, here's the other thing, though. L- listen to Kirsten Breidigan. She's in the middle of trying to solve this horrific tragedy that's torn her family apart. And now the affair the ex-wife had with the trainer has become an issue. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Christian Bride again, again. I don't care who sleeps with who. Doesn't matter. Unless it touches on a homicide investigation. And to lie, you said now, what, seven years later, still lying about it? While we are trying to solve a murder? Are you surprised? I'm not. Um, from my experience, things are never what they seem with Shanna. So, if what Jared told me is true, if what the trainer has now said is true, I am not surprised that she denies it. Let's talk about what the trainer is now saying. Rebecca Rosenberg, um, Fox News digital crime reporter, author, has been on this case from the beginning. What is the trainer actually saying? We are not stating the trainer's name because he does not want his name out there. I mean, we've already got one dead body. What is he saying exactly, Rebecca? He just said that that um, when he met, she, that, that her husband had purchased, her then husband had purchased these sessions. Um, they started an affair, but he thought that they had been separated for a very long time beforehand. Um, and so he didn't realize she was still in a relationship with him, but family members, and I'm sure Kristen can weigh in on this, um, told Fox that that simply wasn't true. They only separated right before the divorce in February, uh, 2015. So, um, and he said that he actually, you know, at a certain point was like, you know, I told her she's got to kind of go do her own thing now because, um, she just has too much going on with this split and, and it wasn't really good for them to pursue that relationship at that time. Okay. Who said what? Can you say that again and use trainer, ex-wife and Jared. Will you tell me that one more time? Yes. So the trainer said that they dated for a few months, but at a certain point he told her that, you know, they had to take a break because she was so distracted by this acrimonious split from Jared Brittigan. Now dating in my mind, Rebecca Rosenberg means you go out for dinner in a movie. Were they having sex during the marriage, before the divorce? According to the trainer, yes. They, she also started teaching classes, he said. At the, after he trained her, she started teaching classes at the same gym where he worked out. And, and they remained friendly even after they broke up. Jessica Morgan joining me, professor of forensic Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, and star of an incredible new series, Body Bags with Joseph Scott Morgan uh, on iHeart. Joe Scott, again, I can't say it enough. I couldn't care less who's sleeping with who. Not my concern. My concern is how it touches on a murder investigation. Jared Brydigan was ruthlessly murdered. Just for any listener or viewer that forgot the circumstances, please give me 
a nutshell, Joe Scott, as to what happened to Jared, just 33 years old, four children to raise, the night he left his ex-wife's home, dropping the two older children off. And when I say older, they're not that old. Bexley, two at the time, and London, just six months at the time, their dad is murdered. He's Joe Scott leaving the two older children, age nine, they're twins, at the exes and driving, I guess, about a 20-minute drive home to Kristen, who is with us today, and the two babies. And there's a one-way road. You take it from there, Joe Scott. Yeah, a one-way road and, you know, very, very narrow. And it's it's a familiar area. He runs, he runs this route. You know, uh, relatively often because, uh, you know, he's he has to interact with the ex with his children and he is going down this road, Treeline Street, and he comes across debris in the roadway, which was actually a tire, I think, with still a rim attached to it. I remember seeing an image of this. Yes. And, you know, what are you going to do? You know, you can't drive over this thing. You're going to have to get out of the vehicle and remove it from the roadway mm-hmm. because first off you'll tear up your car and he sounds like a really decent guy he's probably the kind of guy that wouldn't want anybody else to hit this thing as he's out of the car he's gunned down right there with the baby in the back seat gunned down not robbed not sex assaulted not carjacked the person was lying in wait for him to come by the tire in the middle of the road to make him get out because you couldn't get around it on the one-way road This is an ambush murder. Kathleen Murphy joining me, high-profile family lawyer out of North Carolina at ncdomesticlaw.com. Kathleen Murphy, when a murder case rears its ugly head, that's the time when you start telling the truth about your background, about everything to do with you as it relates to the murder victim. Again, could somebody have an affair that surprises me? Not the secretary, the assistant, the the cashier at the vitamin supplement store, the personal trainer. It doesn't make a murder, but I mean, Kathleen Murphy, it certainly doesn't help that she lied about it. It doesn't help that she lied about it, and it makes me believe that she's also lied to the courts in the civil section, too, because in the civil trial where they had their custody matters, she put a lot of information and pleading on a regular basis, and like Kristen had reported earlier, on one hand, she would agree to something and they would end up in court because she's not a person of her word. And Nancy, I also have to add to what Joe Scott Morgan said, this particular area, it was an ambush because to the right of the tire is a sign that's uh, right in the road and to the left of the tire are trees. You absolutely cannot go past it without getting out of your car. So um, with respect to an affair, it is an indication of character. It is an indication if she's lying to the police and she's lying about other things. Another major development, and Kristen Breidigan, this is Jared's wife, joining us, the mother of his two children, trying to put her life back together and solve the murder of her husband. Take a listen to our cut 49, Katie Jeffries, First Coast News. In the national media, though, there has been much speculation about Bridegan's acrimonious divorce from his first wife, Shayna Gardner-Fernandez. One story claimed that she asked a local tattoo artist about someone who could, quote, shut him up, end quote. 
In an interview with our news partners at the Florida Times Union, she called the implications that she was involved sensationalistic and inaccurate, and she felt threatened by the scrutiny. Kirsten Breidigan, the thought that there is now a tattoo artist stating that your husband's ex was looking for someone to, quote, shut him up. That has got to stab you to the core. Yeah, you know, I'm so grateful that he came forward because to me that's huge. There's been people that said, oh, people say things like this when they're getting divorced. Um, I've had several friends get divorced and none of them have said something like that. And on top of it, in her interview, she also says that her criminal law defense attorney was referred to her by several friends and she even like hints at, you know, we run in different circles, almost trying to make it seem sketchy, like Jared was involved in some sketchy circles. But when you think about it, I'm like, none of my friends would be able to refer us to a criminal defense attorney. So yeah, we do run in different circles. They are very different. What does that mean to you, Kirsten Bridegan, that you said you run in different circles? I took that as an attempt to cast doubt on what Jared may have been involved in or who he ran with, which is just insane to me. If you knew Jared, I, and that's why I'm trying to like help people know who he was, he's not involved in anything like that. He's the goofiest, most fun-loving man. And so to try and throw that out there, but then at the same time say that her friends, multiple friends, referred her to a criminal defense attorney, I think that flipped on her and, and wasn't what she may have wanted that to be. Kathleen Murphy, we're a high-profile uh, family lawyer joining us out of North Carolina, but also familiar with this area. Jump in regarding the location of the shooting death. So, Nancy, this is my hometown. This is where my siblings still live to this day. And it is not a busy road. When when Jared dropped his children off at his ex-wife's house, he literally drove down very quiet roads. They're back roads. And he drove through a one-way access road to get to an exit ramp to get on uh, a highway, if you will, to cross over that major highway to get to his side of town. And so for this to be considered non-personal would be very unusual. It was personal. There's nobody out there at that time in, in, in my experience. It's very quiet and it is a one-way road and it's secluded. And I don't understand why it would not be something that was specifically targeted as to Jared. Well, obviously, in my mind, it was. Guys, I want to focus, following up on what we've just heard from Kathleen Murphy, I want to focus back on telling a tattoo artist, and I believe Rebecca Rosenberg, she was in the middle of getting her genitals pierced. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it's very odd, actually. She filed for divorce on February 23rd and then went into this tattoo parlor the next day and got a genital piercing. And the, um, the staffer who worked there said it was so noteworthy because she didn't have any tattoos yet. She didn't have any other um, unusual piercings, and she went straight for this kind of extreme 
purest thing that normally people get after having these other ones. It was just kind of unusual, almost like she was going through some sort of transition. So I guess a genital piercing is something you work up to? Normally, I think, if you ever work up to it at all, but I don't think usually people get just that piercing. So he noted it as being quite unusual. Graduate to genital piercing. Not judging. Don't care. What I care about is what she said, reportedly, to the tattoo artist. You know who this is reminding me of, Dr. Bethany? It's reminding me of taught mom Casey Anthony who had Italian, the Italian phrase for the sweet life, I think it was La Dolce Vita, tattooed on her arm while her two-year-old taught girl, Kelly, was missing, translation, murdered by her. Do you remember that? Nancy, I remember it. Not only that, not only the sweet life tattooed on her body, uh, dancing on a stripper pole, um, buying low-cut uh uh, outfits and lingerie at the local Target. I think she stole her roommate Heisinger's Check. checkbook in mm-hmm. order to make that good <laughs> that memory. Purchase. Yeah, your baby's missing, and what do you want? Push up bras and a case of beer. Okay, that's right. And so, what I am seeing with Shauna is this dramatic personality transformation that really is typical of what we see with women who have borderline personality disorder. Oh, I was just waiting for you to say she had a personality disorder. <laughs> That's but, not but insanity. Don't waste your breath. But think about it. Think about it. That people of borderline personality have both clinging and rejecting behavior. I mean, like, because she probably stalked him during the divorce. She was preoccupied with him. But she's also rejecting him, lying, uh, taking him to court for every little and thing, and misrepresenting. Here, well, hold on. Somebody's jumping in. Is that Rebecca? No, this is Kathleen. When I see litigation... At this level, I really have to equate a lot of litigation at this level to personality disorders. It is very significant as a red flag that this heavy litigation that she was engaged in, he was responsive mainly, is indicative of that personality disorder that you're discussing. Okay, you know what, guys? I really appreciate all the info about the personality disorder. But unless it rises to a mental defect or insanity, which is a defense at trial, don't care. I don't care if she was narcissistic and thought only about herself. I don't care if she was histrionic, which means you're a drama queen or a king. All a pathological liar, a sex addict, blah, blah. What matters is a father of four is dead on a remote highway. And now the ex-wife, seemingly, is caught in a really big, fat lie. Again, not about having sex with somebody else during the marriage, but about credibility. Because if you're lying during a homicide investigation, that is a big red flag. I mean, Dr. Michelle Dupree, uh, forensic pathologist, medical examiner, author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide, Dr. Dupree, I have reason to believe that Bridegan, Jared Bridegan, was shot at close range. This wasn't a like an accidental shooting inside a car, which has happened in the past. This was targeted. How can I tell if it was close range? 
Absolutely. Well, there's a couple of ways, Nancy. And one, of course, is we look at the actual wound itself. We look at any gunshot residue that may be on the clothing. We look for signs that the weapon was within a certain distance from that person. And we can tell that, again, by the wound and by the um, gunshot residue that may be on the clothing. But the, the really interesting thing is, and, and you've said it, you know, this was targeted. I mean, he, someone had to know his route. This is a remote area. It's a little bit of an unusual way to go home. The tire was obviously staged and placed in the, in the road that he would get out and stop. He was shot almost immediately as he got out, and he was shot several times. This is up close and personal. This was intentional. I'm also thinking about the affair with Trainer during her marriage to Jared. Maybe she's lying about it because it makes her look bad. Okay, I could understand that. But once you get into the homicide investigation stage, that changes things. For me, it's no longer a time that you can continue a facade. Again, she says that didn't happen. The, ta- the, the lover has come forward and said, oh, yes, it did. I want to talk about uh, uh, something else. Uh, Jackie, would you please play Katie Jeffries from First Coast News one more time? In the national media, though, there has been much speculation about Bridegan's acrimonious divorce from his first wife, Shayna Gardner-Fernandez. One story claimed that she asked a local tattoo artist about someone who could, quote, shut him up, end quote. In an interview with our news partners at the Florida Times Union, she called the implications that she was involved sensationalistic and inaccurate, and she felt threatened by the scrutiny. According to the tattoo artist, he states, she told us her life could just be better if she if he could just, quote, shut up and asked us if we knew anybody that could, quote, shut him up, end quote. Also, I did not take it at the time as anything nefarious. In hindsight, I can see how that can be taken differently now. To Dr. Bethany Marshall, psychoanalyst, you know, and all the years I have been with my husband, David, I've never once ever threatened to do him harm much less something like this, I think that's a very thin line. When you're at the point, you're actually wishing your husband or your ex to be, quote, shut up. Mm -hmm. Her ex-husband, Nancy, it does cross, to me, a very thick line of amorality, hatred towards him. To me, when she says something like this, it shows, first of all, that she feels she's above everybody else. She can say whatever she wants with impunity. It tells me that she is preoccupied with him, wanted him gone, that her very his very presence on this earth was unbearable to her. That's why people commit domestic homicide. The fact that the other person is alive is unbearable because it makes them feel all kinds of feelings. Loss, bad feelings about themselves, rage, jealousy, the feeling the other person has a better life than they have. But wait, if she was the one that was cheating, didn't she start the whole divorce? Yeah, but see, I think sometimes people cheat because they're trying to, to seek revenge on the other person for imagined slights and injuries. So if I have this crazy sex affair and I document it for you to see, I'm going to show you that I'm better than you. I'm desirable to another person. You may not desire me in the way I want, but I'm going to demonstrate that this affair person desires me. I'm, I'm sure he did desire her. I'm sure he was a perfectly nice person. She just sounds really unstable him.
2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Rebecca Rosenberg joining us from Fox News Digital. According to the tattoo parlor employee, they, the two of them, tattoo employee and ex-wife, go to dinner at a Jacksonville restaurant called The Flying Iguana. And at that time, she was talking about her divorce, told the employee her life would, quote, be better if... Bridegan could just shut up. And did we know anyone that could, quote, shut him up? She also complained that Bridegan was trying to, quote, take all her money. Isn't it true, Rebecca Rosenberg, that the ex-wife comes from a very, very wealthy family? Yes, yeah, so she she comes from a prominent family in Utah that has a paper craft company called Stampin' Up!, uh, one report estimated that it has revenue of $100 million a year, and her parents had always supported them until he finished school, until um, Jared Bridigan finished school. They financially supported them, helped them buy their first two homes. They have always supported Shanna. She has lived off the, the money from that business. So I think at the very beginning, when they began their divorce, there was a lot of wrangling over her possibly paying alimony, this is, you know, back and forth. So that was definitely a concern of hers because I don't think he was working yet at that point. And I just do want to add one thing. You know, I think with Sheena, what you're seeing is a lot of suspicious things that are piling up. You know, it's not just, you know, 
you take each of these things in isolation, <clears throat> it's a little less um, noteworthy. But when you look at, you know, a lot of sort of odd behaviors, like she was, you know, always speaking poorly of him to the school, to the, uh, there was just so much acrimony there. And then after the murder, she requested his death certificate from his widow, which is just a very odd thing to do uh, and totally unnecessary. And, <clears throat> and um, had also demanded that Kirsten Brittigan give her the children's library books, school library books that were at her house. I think it was less than two weeks after the murder, claiming the librarian had insisted um, on getting them back, which is just kind of absurd what librarian is insistent on getting library books back from two children who just tragically lost their father. So I think some of these details are just adding up where investigators are kind of focusing on uh, Shanna because of these behaviors. Let's talk about forensics, what they're remains of forensics. Take a listen to our friends at WJXT. So it looks like someone Purposely. specifically set out to kill Jared Bridegan. Yes, it does look that way. That's what evidence is leading us to believe. Investigators processed that tire, sent bullet casings to a ballistics lab, and they are still looking for this Ford F-150 seen in the area around the time of the crime. What kind of digital footprint is there? Are there phone records? Is there GPS? Are there searches that might play into this case? So all I can say is there's a lot of forensic evidence that we're going through. I can't get specific with it. Okay, Joe Scott Morgan, Professor Forensics. Joe Scott, the first thing I would do forensically, of course, once I process the scene, is get cell phone data for everyone connected to the victim, including his current wife, his ex-wife, known associates, because I'd want to know who, if anyone, they were calling back and forth the day of the murder, at the time of the murder. I'd also want to know the movements of the cell phones and any nav system within these people's cars, not just the ex-wife, but the current wife, everyone connected to Jared Bridegan. And what, if anything, would that show me, excluding the possibility of a burner phone? Go ahead. Yeah, when you look at this, the watchword for this is, is specificity. And for me, I think that the electronic footprint is important. However, remember what we just heard. She said that there is a lot of forensic evidence. There's another type of footprint and and that other print that I'm interested in right here. If, you know, like Kathleen was mentioning, this is kind of a tree-lined area. It's a tight area. And if you look at this from a military standpoint, this is what the military refers to from an ambush perspective as a choke point. That means you got it. There's precision here, Nancy. It's narrowed down. You put an obstacle in the road and the person has no other choice but to go around it, pick it up, do whatever. If they are laying in wait, which we have to assume they were, that truck is not necessarily visible. Were they standing over in the bushes? Do we have footprints there uh, that could lead you back to a specific person? Say if it's a male, he's wearing a size 10 and a half boot or something like that. 
And I'd also be very interested when you talk about precision, because this this goes to planning. This is not some kind of harem scarum kind of event. I'd like uh, Dr. Dupree had mentioned range of fire. I'd like to know about the shot grouping on his body. They they just talked about multiple gunshot wounds, but I'd like to know where the placement of those rounds were. Let's say, you know, from a military perspective, again, two in the chest, one in the head. You know, where exactly was he shot? And also ear witnesses. Now, we have the baby in the back of the seat, you know, in the back seat, unfortunately. God bless her. She's saying, I heard, you know, boom, boom, boom. But what did the neighbors hear? Was it a quick succession like you would think precision is associated with this? Was there shouting, screaming? Was there only one shout, one scream, or were there multiple people screaming? Because if somebody is doing this, they are purposed, they are practiced, they know what they're doing. They're bold enough to take a tire and throw this thing out in the middle of the road. What else did they do in planning? And sometimes in forensics, the planning as detailed as it is, that can be the one place where you catch the individual. What happened to Jared Brightigan? Take a listen to our cut eight, our friend Jim Murray at Inside Edition. One, two, two three, go! No. These are the last images of Microsoft executive Jared Brightigan doting on his young children before he was viciously shot to death in an ambush. Now, mystery surrounds who was behind the assassination on the father of four in this upscale neighborhood in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Jared Bridegan was driving home with his two-year-old daughter strapped in her car seat when police say he stopped his vehicle to remove a tire left in the road. That's when he was gunned down at close range, right in front of his daughter. Police believe the tire was left in the middle of the street to lure him out of his car. Whoever did this is just vile and cowardly. I spoke to Jared's heartbroken widow. Kirsten, investigators say it appears this was a hit or an ambush. Yeah, that is how it appears. If you have information or think you have information, please dial 866-845-TIPS. 866-845-8477. Shayna Fernandez and her attorney deny that Fernandez has any involvement in Jared Bridegan's murder. No one has been charged or named a person of interest by police. Goodbye, friend. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule. You'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. <laughs> 